welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy, and I am your host, Nancy Hugo. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed the Labor Day weekend. Today is September 5th. I thought I'd give myself a couple of days off, and that's why I didn't record yesterday, or actually Sunday, which I usually do. Um, But did you know that Labor Day was supporting all of the people who work in the United States? It's... uh, been a holiday since 1894, if you can believe that. But the people who did have to work to service us would be the police, the hospital workers, the armed forces, and of course, retail. Retail seems to always be working. Um, Of course, now we're getting ready for the holidays. Did you know that um, the September 2nd issue of House Beautiful was telling all about what kind of Christmas trees to buy, explaining the differences between the real trees, the spruce, the fir, etc. And then Southern Living was saying that this past weekend, Labor Day weekend, was the best time to buy your Christmas decor. So, um, you get the feeling that they're bringing up Christmas every which way you turn because it's only three months away. So if you're thinking of shopping for uh, your remodel because summer is over, because the kids are back to school, then you can concentrate on what you were planning to do to remodel any room in your house living room, kitchens, bathrooms, now's the time to do it. But if you're serious about remodeling, and it depends on how much you want to remodel, now's the time to do your research. But don't plan on doing a major remodel before the holidays. This isn't a good time. This is the time to do the research for the large remodels. If you just want to change a few things, then go for it. You want to make your kitchen more functional? Now is the time. But remember, nothing happens after Christmas. So you have almost three months to get things done. Well, here's a couple of ideas that you can utilize for your kitchens, as long as it's not major, major. Uh, You can add rollouts. If you find that it's difficult to find things in your base cabinets, and you would love to have rollouts, which, of course, there are plenty of companies that will help you with this. They will make custom sizes or standard sizes. And, you know, just as a FYI, rollouts are sort of the same as rollout shelving. Now, if you say you want rollout shelving, you have to specify that that shelf should have sides so that things don't fall off it. I have customers who look at me like, what is a rollout shelf? What is a, What are the differences? Those are the main differences. If you find a company that can add rollouts to your kitchen, be specific where you want them, how high you want the sides to be. And do you want them to have self-closing glides? So be aware of that. Well, you can also organize your pantry. Now, a lot of us have pantries that are like the catch-all food, um, dishes, glasses, all different kinds of appliances, the smaller ones. So organizing your pantry will make a big difference in your functional kitchen. Yeah, you can possibly add more lighting too. 
Most pantries might have a light in the ceiling, but you can add more lights under the shelves with uh, light tapes, LED light tapes. That's always um, just a great add-on to make things a little bit easier to find. You can change out your appliances. Some of us have older appliances that need to be changed out. Some of them don't work. If you do your research and find out what appliance would work for you by the way you cook, by the size of the space that you have in your kitchen, and also by your budget, then I suggest you go to your uh, local appliance showroom and start asking questions. If you find something that you really like, order it. Some of the appliance companies are still having supply chain issues, and some of them have many appliances in stock. If you can use one of the appliances in stock, well, I say go for it because somebody else is going to buy it if you don't. Uh, there's many appliances available like cooktops, uh, vent hoods, refrigerators, dishwashers, ovens, freestanding ranges. You can find, I'm sure, something in their uh, warehouse or in their supply that they have in stock. If you have to order, give yourself enough time, find out about their lead times. There are some manufacturers that still have long lead times, but plan on purchasing as soon as you find the one that you like. Now, bear in mind that if you have a cooktop that you want to change out or an oven, you have to check on your cutouts. You might need to change out your countertop if your cutout is a little bit different than what your new cooktop requires. Same as this goes for the wall ovens. Your existing cabinet for your wall oven might have a cutout that is not conducive to your new choice for uh, oven. So you've got to be aware of that. And things can be um, changed. You can get a, a savvy man, person, you know, woman to change the opening in your oven cabinet, possibly. That's always a possibility. Now you can go smaller, but you can't go bigger. So bear that in mind. You might have a 27-inch oven. Those are the ovens that aren't popular anymore, but they were made years ago. And if you decide you want to go with a 30-inch oven, you've got to make sure that your oven cabinet will accommodate that. And if you've picked a cooktop that is too big for your countertop or doesn't fit, now's a good time to start thinking of changing your countertop. This would be perfect. You have so many choices. I have done um, podcasts about the different choices. You can go from laminate to granite to uh, quartzite to man-made uh, quartz, which is your common, um, I want to say, Caesar stone, um, a Cambria. Those are man-made. Uh, comparing those to the real slabs of granite uh, quartzite marble, which which most of the time I don't recommend in a kitchen, but it's your choice. You can also do cement uh, countertops. Again, I don't recommend them, but you know if you if you have seen the work of a company that does 
cement countertops and you're happy with them and you know all the pros and cons, you know, go for what you feel you would like to see. A good time, too, is to change out your plumbing. New faucets, new kitchens. Again, if you have an undermount sink, you can possibly change out the sink. Uh, the person who does that has to really be knowledgeable of how to work under your sink cabinet to put in a new sink. Again, if the cutout is different than your existing sink, either change your choice of sinks or get a new countertop. And I would say, cosmetically speaking, if you just want to give your kitchen a new look without going major remodeling, changing out the countertops is a great way to go. And then with that goes the new faucets and the new uh, sinks. So that's a no-brainer. There's a lot of choices out there in everything. And talking about choices, if you live in Illinois or Arizona, your choice to visit Studio 41 is would be a definitely good choice. Studio 41 has showrooms in uh, Scottsdale, and they also have many showrooms in Illinois. They are your leading showroom for plumbing fixtures and also cabinetry, cabinet handles, which I've talked about a million times. Their choice of cabinet hardware is greater than any other place I've ever seen. In Chicago or in the Chicago area, Studio 41 also offers tile and windows. In Scottsdale, they do not. But there are plenty of other choices where you can go find windows and tile. Uh, so if you're interested in Studio 41, I would say visit their showroom shopstudio41.com and don't spell out the 41 it's the number shopstudio41.com check out their website and they also have a lot of interesting um, ideas for kitchen and bathroom model so along with the countertop you're obviously going to want to change your backsplash We've talked about that last week, the many choices of tiles. You can go with uh, large format tiles. Uh, you can go with ceramic, porcelain. Uh, you can bring the countertop material up the backsplash. Many, many choices. And this, again, goes along with changing the cosmetic look of your kitchen. Or another idea is to paint your cabinets. I'm saying professionally, unless you are a fantastic do-it-yourselfer, you have all the time in the world and you're going to do it correctly, get a professional to paint your cabinets. Right now, painted cabinets are, I want to say in, but let's face it, everything is in, whatever you want. I'm seeing a lot of green cabinetry, grays, grayish, white. White seems to be the common color, especially if you have the dark cabinets and you want to lighten up your kitchen. Go with the white, change the cabinet pulls, and when you have new countertops, you're going to see a totally different look in your kitchen. Also, another idea is to change out the lighting. This definitely is a requirement as we get older. You need more lights. You should change out your lighting to LEDs. You need task lighting. What is task lighting? Well, it's where you're doing your task. 
if you're working on a countertop and you find that it's a dark spot, you can put under cabinet lighting. You can use the LED tapes or you can put lighting in your ceiling and direct it over the countertop. These uh, um, can lights, which I call them recess lights, can lights, make sure you get them in LEDs and they should be set um I would say 15 inches away from the back wall so that it shines on the countertop where you're doing your work, your prep area. Don't uh, put them in the area that's going to shine on your head or behind your back. That's not going to do anything. Now, if you put lights in the area behind you, that's called general lighting. Uh, usually we light up the work uh, area or the walkway in your kitchen. If you have an island, the area between your perimeter cabinets, which are against your wall, and your island, or if you have a galley kitchen, where you're walking is called the general lighting. This should be on its own circuit so that you don't light up the whole kitchen if you're just walking through the kitchen at night and you want to not trip over things. Lighting is very important. I can't stress this enough. So layer your lighting. You can have general lighting, task lighting, ambient lighting. You can have lighting that is functional and also makes a statement. This lighting might be over your kitchen table, your dining room table, over your island. Uh, definitely lighting over your working area. So these are um, these are just major ideas that you can do before the holidays to give your kitchen a totally different look. Now, unless you want to do major renovation, you want to change out the cabinets, to me that's major. You want to move the sink where it is now to another area. Or you want to move out a wall, knock down a wall. Uh, push out the outside wall, change windows, whatever you want to do. That's, to me, considered major renovation. So what do you do when you decide to do major renovation? And a lot of people want to do that. But now is not the time to start because I can guarantee you nobody is going to finish by the holidays. I don't care what they say. General contractors are either overloaded right now. You're not going to be able to get one. So starting in January is your best bet. So here are some hints if you want to do a major renovation. Figure out your budget. This is definitely important. It's an item that you can't um, skip over because without money, you can't do anything. So figure out how much you want to spend. And then stick to your budget if you can. Now, a lot of times people will say, okay, I've got this much money to spend, but if I really find something I like, I can spend 2000 more. But don't put yourself into an area where you run out of money and you can't finish. So planning ahead is very important. Figure out your budget. Don't spend more than what you have just because you like it. So that's called emotional spending. If you stick to your budget, you'll pretty much... Um, be very happy at the end of the project. So another hint is don't spend more than your market will bear. Look around at your neighborhood, go to open houses, 
Oh, you can go on Zillow and see what's for sale and see what they've done. If your house is, say, uh, eight foot ceilings, 40 years old, and the people in the neighborhood, same house, they have basically changed out some things, the appliances, which aren't going to last more than, say, 10, 15 years. So most people do change out their appliances. Um, Stay within what the area has. Unless you're planning on living there for the rest of your life and you want a very high-end appliance and um, when you go to sell the house, you're not going to get your money back because don't plan on it. Not in the area where most people are going with midline appliances. But like I said, if you are if you love to cook and you're going to stay there for the rest of your life, go for it. Why not? This is your time to um, actually work off your bucket list. So number one, once you've kind of perused everything and you maybe checking out Pinterest, checking out what you like, what you don't like, what you wish you could have, find a designer in your area that knows what he or she is doing. Check the references, check their work, meet with them. Their personality has to mesh with yours because you're going to be spending a lot of time with them. So don't be afraid to ask questions, find out what they charge, um, what they excel in, what areas of the house they're most experienced in. There are a lot of designers that are not kitchen and bath designers, and so they are not as experienced as somebody who specialized in kitchen and bath. Um, I recommend getting three designers, meeting with them, telling them the same information that you tell each one so that you can decide who best fits into your lifestyle and you're able to work with them. So just remember that your designer is not a mind reader. The first thing you want to do when you decide that maybe renovating is a thing you'd want to tackle Start making a file of things you like. Divide the files into cabinetry, floor tile, countertops, um, overall how you would like the kitchen to look. Uh, Everything you can possibly imagine. And then you can transfer your thoughts to your designer. Much easier to show her pictures. It's helped me immensely when I say to people, well, do you have any idea what you would like your kitchen to look like, and they show me some pictures, much easier than them saying, well, I don't know. What do you think? It's not my kitchen. It's your kitchen. It's your bathroom. It's your house. You're the one who's going to live in it. Some designers will say, well, I think you should have this. Don't go along with the suggestions if you're totally against it. There are too many people that I've talked to over the years where they've said, well, I don't like this. My designer told me to get it, but now I don't like it. Stand your ground. Tell them what you like, what you don't like, and they should give you choices. Oh, I was thinking of this lighting or that lighting or this lighting. What do you think? You're the one who's going to live with it. The more you show your designer, the more she can help you. Just remember that. Meeting with her, telling her, number one, telling her what the budget is so that she can work within your budget. Most designers find that very helpful. 
the last thing they want is to put together a some ideas for your remodel and it doesn't it doesn't work with your budget then they've wasted all that time so be very forthcoming in telling them um, about your budget don't keep it a secret now i'd like to go back to appliances um, I talked about ordering them right away when you see something you like. Monogram is one of the appliance uh, manufacturers that do have a lot of appliances ready to ship or the showrooms have them in stock. I've had the rep for Monogram, Darren Renson, on the show, and he's talked about appliances that are in stock. And Monogram is one of the better appliances made. It's made in the United States, and I like that part. Um, also, I have been to their manufacturing plants in Louisville. I've been there several times. Uh, I'm very happy with the monogram appliances. So to check them out, you should call your local showroom, find out if they have vignettes or areas where they have the monogram appliances, and better yet, if they have working appliances, then you want to see them uh, in action. You know, some of these showrooms have cooking classes. Hopefully they still do. And so when you're going to a cooking demo, you can see, and then a lot of times they'll ask the people to work with the appliances. You can see how it works. The last thing you need is an appliance that you have no clue how to use it. I did do a kitchen one time where the homeowner insisted on a steam oven in addition to everything else. The kitchen was beautiful. The steam oven, everything was was wonderful. But she never used the steam oven. I kept saying, we can get somebody over to your kitchen to show you how to use the steam oven. She never did. So when she sold the house, that steam oven was never used. It seems to be a waste. I hope the new owners uh, enjoy the steam oven. But don't go above and beyond what you're going to use. So three major items to think of when you're getting appliances for a remodel. Think of the the budget, definitely the budget. Think of how you're going to use the appliance and the space that you're going to use um, for the appliance. If you have a smaller kitchen and you're thinking of a 48-inch refrigerator and a 48-inch um, range, freestanding range, because you like the look, Number one, it's probably not going to fit in your kitchen. And number two, if you're not going to use it, you're just wasting your money. So find something that you feel comfortable with that you're going to use all the time. And talking about that, first let me go back to Monogram. I don't want to forget to tell you that you can check Monogram's website by going on monogram.com and looking at all the new items that they've introduced at KBiz back in February. So that's monogram.com and check them out. So, you know, going back to the designer that you possibly will work with, she should work with you, contractor, and all the subs. It should be a team that comes together for, I'm going to say, the greater good for your actual project that you want to have done at a specific completion date. And that you're happy with it. You know, if you can walk away from your remodel very happy, ecstatic with uh, that you came in on time, within budget, there's nothing better than that. And then you can 
um, let people know who you use for your designer and your contractor. If you're not happy, as the project's going on, you should let them know. Voice your opinion. Um, major remodels should have weekly meetings with your designer and your contractor. Uh, you should know specifically what's going on. And if you have any questions, talk to your designer. If you don't have a designer, talk to your general contractor. Make sure that you have an open line of communication. And again, very important, make sure that you're able to reach your designer or your contractor when you have a question. Um, I did work with a contractor who never answered his emails, never answered his phone. It was very frustrating for me, for the homeowner, and for any of the subs that had questions. So that's one of the items that you want to make sure you uh, delve into when you're uh, interviewing your contractor and your designer. You know, if you go to make an appointment with your contractor and he never gets back to you, check him off the list. He's not the one that you want to spend a lot of time and money on. So I hope everybody enjoyed this, my, my tips on what to do um, with a remodel. And again, remember that Christmas is right around the corner. So next week, I hope you join us when Joe Zaccaro, our plant expert, will be back with us. He'll be talking about the survival of your house plants. This was a hot summer for everybody. And even though your plants were in the house, forget about them being outside. I'm sure they're crispy by now. But how are your house plants surviving? Be sure to listen to that. I hope everybody enjoyed today's show and please subscribe on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts, whatever you're listening to, whether it's iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, you can just subscribe and you can also share them with your friends. I don't know about you, but I feel that I give a lot of information that should be shared. Everybody can take advantage of this information. It's more of an educational podcast on everything having to do with your home. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions for me on any of the podcasts, including today's, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. Well, again, hope you tune in next week. Hope this podcast helped you with any questions you might have on remodeling. Stay safe and have a great day. <music>